Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac, and only Isaac, on this uh, bonus episode, long anticipated to some people. Uh, this is Shadow Walker Part 6. Never thought I would get to this point. Then again, never thought I would get to Shadow Walker Part 5, but here we are. Uh, last updated, I remember Shadow Walker Part 5 was in April. I think this year and this goes to show the evolution of my ability if you've kept along so far from Shadow Parker Shadow Shadow Parker Shadow Walker part one till now and listen to the podcast and seen our lives and know the gist of what I've been capable of doing I like bringing people on this journey and giving them updates on my ability it's yet to be 100% to find his where it's uh, where it's where it's going. Um, and I guess for those who are extremely interested, like myself, this is all new. And I always had a, a thought in the future, This, if there is another person like me, I always thought, like, do I write a book? Do I leave a journal or kind of something like that? Well, this is kind of like a journal. This is for those who are after me to listen back and get the idea of what I was capable of doing and what they might be capable of doing in the future. Um, but I don't know. It's just, this is an ability, like I said, like not a lot of people have heard about. There are some things like it, but not a lot. Um, and if you, this is your first part listening to Shadow Walker Part 6, why would you listen to the sixth movie, uh, watch the sixth movie without watching the five prior, 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 sorry, it's late. My words are, we all mumbled, (laughs) but Last uh, we talked, uh, Shadow Walker Part 5, my ability evolved to a point where uh, my tendrils, or the strings that leave my fingertips, um, could electrify. And in so electrifying, when I grabbed an entity, um, I electrified them like I was tasering them. Uh, That ability has evolved four or five times since then. So I'll get into that of how new elemental attachments to my tendrils have gotten to that point. And we talked about how I could pull through phones, uh, like FaceTime or, or, or um, like Instagram voice message, or just like uh, face, FaceTime messaging and stuff like that. Instagram, you know, video calls. There we got something for video calls. Pulling through the phone. If I can see it in real time, I can reach through and pull it, right? Uh, I'll talk about how that's updated. Um... And how the mind forest, the subconscious part of everyone's mind, where they hold and almost bury all their negative emotions, thoughts, um, trauma, all that stuff is buried in the subconscious part of mind that I call the mind forest, because it looks like a forest to me. And all that junk takes form in certain kind of uh, entities. Uh, Sometimes intruders go into these mind forests, people who are being oppressed, uh, lose you get intruders. Uh, or maybe attachments, those those happen as well. But I'll talk about how the evolution of the mind force has been going along. Uh, but first, I have a new name. So now I have six names, six titles that I've earned over time. Um, refresher. Uh, first is Earthshaker. Second is War Shaman. Third is uh, Ord. Odin Stranger, fourth is Shadow Walker, 
And then fifth, Ashwalakanta, the Reaper of Souls. And my new name is what the entities call me, what demons and dark entities have called me. They've never called me Shadow Walker. They've never called me Ashwalakanta. They've never called me even Isaac. <laughs> uh, they have called me multiple times Order Keeper. So that is my sixth name, Order Keeper. Uh, on several occasions, uh, I've had an entity call me that, or different entities call me Order Keeper, uh, especially the ones that are already in the ring. Um, but yeah, new name, new title, Order Keeper. So that's something new for everybody to to know. But uh, so the pulling through phones, uh, part of my ability, my tendrils are able to reach through someone's phone like folding fourth dimensional space and I can reach through I have so far have helped 18 home cases with with oppression cases or attachments 18 families 18 people um, I've helped so far so yeah I've, I've racked up the numbers and so far my my uh, I'll say my kill count <laughs> my capture count in my ring has uh, has gotten up there let's say that but uh, one thing that I added on or figured out how to do is spin my tendrils. Because in the early days, if you go back to Shadow Walker Part 1, uh, I used to think that my pulling ability was like an absorption, like a, a vacuum. Like I was sucking the entity into my hand and then I had it and then I could just, you know, filter it or transfer it to the ring. Uh, but that wasn't true. What what I did find out is that I have strings of energy that leave my fingertips, like extensions of my hand, wrap around the entity like a bow constrictor, condense the energy, and pull it towards me. So that's what is actually happening. So I figured, through practice, figured out that if I could spin my tendrils, I can create some kind of vortex. You know, almost like like what I originally thought, like sucking these entities into a vortex and then capturing in a way of pulling multiple entities at once or multiple objects at once. Because uh, a couple of times for fun, uh, when people on TikTok or Instagram Live are showing their haunted object collection, I will reach in and pull all the dark stuff away, making them regular objects, uh, which I've been doing for fun for a lot of things. Uh, when people do investigations, um, I'll reach in, take away the dark stuff so they're well protected from any um, attacks they might receive at a certain location. Uh, but I can't resist uh, taking dark entities away from a location. But there's also a fun, interesting thing that some psychics or mediums, so-called psychic or mediums, tarot card readers, so-called tarot card readers, or anything that's pretty anybody's practicing spirituality uh, a way I test if they are authentic or not is when I reach in to their location and if I pull a dark entity, that tells me two things. Uh, one, they're using that dark energy to help with their gifts. Or two, they are a fraud, have no abilities whatsoever, because if someone did have psychic abilities or mediumship or any way to sense the other side, they would know something that strong is in their home. 
So a lot of charlatans out there. So be wary, especially of people who charge. Be wary of those more than anybody with uh, charlatans out there. But on this ability of pulling through the phone, I've learned something that I can do is absorb the elemental abilities of some entities. Okay, let me let me explain. Um, the first time I figured this out, some guy was doing a live on TikTok of showing off a Zeus statue with, um, I believe it was Artemis statue is with him as well. And I was like, oh, it's interesting. I've never seen anybody talk about Greek stuff on here. Let me, let me see what he's all about. And I had the notion to reach in to his location to see if, uh, if there's anything there. I didn't think there would be, but I just, you know, I just, let's make sure. And yeah, there was something there. Something that looked like it was covered in gold lightning, but it portrayed itself as a Greek man, but it had a very evil face. So I grabbed it, put it in the ring. When I went into the ring to talk to it and I grabbed, grabbed it with my tendrils and I was electrifying it to get information out of why it was there why was it bothering that kid the electricity did nothing but power up the entity and i was like oh crap can't do that so i ended up reversing and pulling the entity thinking uh maybe i can weaken it by uh like absorbing energy from it and when i did i pulled the gold lightning off this entity and absorbed it into my own my myself like i took the power away from it and absorbed it into myself and added it to my own ability and what was left over was like a black shadow. But what I noticed about my electricity and my, my tendrils is that they had a gold tint to them now. Granted, the energy that is seen in my left and my right hand, on my left hand is blue and white. The strings uh, give off a blue-white energy. And then the on my right hand, it's black and red. So it's more red, but it has hints of black within the strings and stuff like that. But it's almost like wrapped with red. And now it has like a gold tint to it uh, within it on both both hands, especially when I electrify. Uh, but that was just the beginning. So I had that thought in my mind, can I absorb the elemental powers of certain entities out there? And it was just a thought. But after more practice, it proved to be true. The next thing I took from someone's TikTok live um, I believe it was some psychic or some somebody. I can't remember who. Um, I reached in, and what I pulled was something that was very fast. It was moving quick, like an insect, like a bug, how bugs move erratically. It was around her home. And I was like, oh, let me grab this. This is this charging my right hand. Obviously, it's dark. I ended up grabbing it very quickly and putting it in the ring. And when I was in the ring, it was very fast it's very hard to grab but it's also have like red lightning around it and stuff like that like it was electrifying but it was just like a red and it almost looked like a bug strange like i've never seen a dark entity look like a bug before so i ended up grabbing it pulling the electricity off it thinking that it worked the same way as like the red electricity and or the gold electricity like it was just another addition to electricity so i got pulled electricity off it and when i did what it what it did to my tendrils is it made everything faster. My tendrils speed like speed like like they spin super fast. 
uh, creating a stronger vortex on my, my electricity that I could pull, that I could fire and stuff like that, fired at like everything was like 100% faster. It's like I basically went from like running as the fastest human possible to running like the Flash. So a major upgrade in like, spe- like speed and pulling and, and firing electricity and all that stuff. But where, where it got really weird um, is if you remember back to the Alaskan Triangle episode, we talked about Megan when she remote viewed in. She brought something back with her. Um, and I'll give an update on Megan's mind forest of how I changed it, but we'll get there in a minute. What she brought back with her and her body bagging ability of taking entities from a location and bringing it back with her for me to take. What she brought back with her when she went to the Alaskan Triangle remote viewing in there is an entity that looked translucent. Like it was made of wind and air. But obviously it was dark so it was charging my right hand. So grabbing it was semi-difficult, but I was able to grab it. And it was strange is that it's made of wind, this entity. But I ended up gra- it looked to me like a long white cloak with a white hood, a Native American face but with black eyes. And the top of the hood, it looked like it had like like uh, like bison horns almost. Strange. But when I grabbed the entity and I pulled the air ability from it or wind um, and pulled it and absorbed it into myself, my tendrils, when they spin, it was like a red tornado in my hand. If you imagine a tornado spinning with red electricity all around it, that's what it looked like in my hand. Like I had a new wind ability attached to my tendrils. Again, that's it, it's like I, I've absorbed the elemental energy of entities. Yeah. But what is the final form so far uh, of my ability? Because I remember me and um, we talk about him a lot because he's a good friend. So and we, we bounce off options off him. But uh, Mike from Unknown Paranormal. What we talked about a lot is that he he had a theory that I was absorbing elemental abilities like earth, air, fire, water, stuff like that into my tendrils. I already had electricity. And I was like earth-based element elemental abilities I, I could take and I would have. And he always guessed that the last one or second to last or one of the last ones would be fire. And I was thinking to myself, I really don't need fire because I already have electricity that kind of already burns. But um, I was wrong. Because what I took next was an entity that looked like it was made of the sun. Not bright, but how sun flares look almost. Like it it was like, I would say made of lava, but like not fire particularly, but like how a sun flare looks. And that's why I thought the sun, it was, it was granted, it was, it was, it was bright, but it had more of a dark, uh, like almost like a, a we call it um, a sun when they, they lose their, um, their light, when they basically, become a dwarf like a dwarf star there you go that's the word like a dwarf star how it's like it's kind of bright but you can still look at it i guess um but when i pulled the elemental energy off it after putting it in the ring um it gave my tendrils the ability to ignite flame so electricity fire and wind all together pulling an entity in so not a only can I electrify an entity if it wants to put up a fight? I can 
pull it towards me with the tornado-level winds, or I can set it ablaze, or all three at the same time. So a fire tornado that's electrified at the same time can spin in my hands. Yeah, definitely getting OP over here. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 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 strange. It's like I can absorb the elemental power, the energies of entities. And he was thinking eating water next. I was like, eh, let's see how I can cause damage with water. But then he gets like drowning. But I don't know. Just it feels like unnecessary. Like I don't, I don't think that's what I'm gonna need. Um, or even the earth. Like what I'm gonna just pound it to death. I don't know. Uh, but besides the absorption of elemental abilities uh, in my tendrils, what I figured out, and this is a, this is really gets. I mean, granted, everything I've talked about so far in the Shadowwalker series has been strange, but this one is really, really strange. Is that in one of our investigations, an entities I noticed would stay out of my range just enough for me to kind of feel where it is, but not grab them. So the thought came to my head, or at least maybe it was told to me by my spirit guides, but if I can grab the space around where the entity is and pull their space towards me versus gravity entity. And then when I have them close enough by pulling the space that they're standing in towards me and grabbing the entity and releasing the space back to where it goes, uh, then I can grab the entity regardless of how far it is. If I can just kind of feel it. So one of these times I reached in or out of investigation, I, I grabbed the space that the entity was and pulled it towards me. And what it looked like. And I always use movies to describe. Because that's the best way I can give anybody imagery. Uh, if anyone's ever seen the movie Jumper. With Hayden Christensen. Um, there's a scene. Where the other Jumper. That he becomes friends with. Or semi kind of friends with. Who has like his own little base. Inside a pyramid. And is like a rebel, like he's a, he really wants to kill the, the agency that's all about trapping the jumpers or killing the jumpers. Um, there's a scene where he's fighting Samuel Jackson's character. And he is in the one end of the pyramid and Samuel Jackson's at the other end. And he basically jumps towards him, like powering himself up. So it's like choo, 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 choo. And then boom, he hits Samuel Jackson with like a super punch or something. But when I grab the space, by the way, if you know what the hell I'm talking about, go back and watch that movie. It was all right. I kind of liked it. I liked their whole teleporting thing. Kind of make it, it looked cool. Anyway, uh, when I grabbed the space around the entity, that's what it looked like to me. Like it was like, doom, 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 doom. like it was getting that, like it was like, I could see it. I can't see it. I see it. I can't see it. I see it. I can't see it as it was getting closer to me. And then I finally, I was able to get close enough. I could feel the entity and I let go of the space, but after grab before, not before grabbing the entity. And what it looked like is that the space that it was standing in just moved back. So it's like almost like I grabbed a room of a house, pulled it towards me, grabbed the, the person inside, and let go of the room, and the room kind of just like snapped back into place. It's, yeah, that's a, another good way to describe it. It's very, it's very strange. I only ever use it on, on occasions, but folding space—that's something I'm doing now. Yeah, I know. It's with my ability. It's like I'm. I said there's not a lot of things I can't do, but or there's a lot of things I can't do, but it seems like it's it's getting stronger with certain things. And again, trying to figure out exactly what it is, exactly where it's from, is still the mystery. 
But I think we're going to talk about um, the updates in the Mind Forest and how I've gotten with people's Mind Forest. Because I've done, I've done more Mind Forest clearings, uh, subconscious clearings, Mind Forest clearings, than i actually done actual cases. A lot of people have asked me to just clear out their Mind Forest, tell me who the spirit guide is, all that stuff. Because the way it works is when I enter your your subconscious part of your mind, your mind force, which I can deal remotely. I don't have to physically be in front of you. Uh, I clear all the junk out. And then your main spirit guide, not the only spirit guide, but the main one who's meant to protect that part of your mind comes forward and talks to me. And I've talked to countless people, countless different kinds of people. But was one interesting case, very interesting. She's a friend. I can't remember her name directly, but she was she. She's a friend of Mike. I know Mike Paranormal. She's a fellow investigator in Canada. Has her own team up there. I can't remember her name at the moment, but I know. It'll come to me later. Uh, she asked me to clear out her mind for us one of these days that we were doing a live, me and Mike. So I reach in, I clear out her mind for us, and I know she has a jungle in her mind for us. It's like an Amazon jungle. And her main spirit guide is like this Amazon native, like she's indigenous for Amazon. I can't say what tribe, but she reminds me of the indigenous people of the like the Amazon in South America. And she's a huntress and she's fierce. She's like running across the trees, firing a bow and stuff like that. Um, very, very skilled. And I basically told her, she asked like, how am I here? And what's, oh, that's right. I didn't clear out her mind force. It was already cleared out. That's right. Sorry. It was already cleared out. I went in there, met with the huntress, and she asked me how I, I was even here in her that part of her mind and stuff like that. I explained, I'm the Shadow Walker. I'm also known as Ashwatakanta. And she goes, Ashwatakanta? Like, I've heard that name in the northern tribes. And I go, what? Um, she goes, yes, it's a legend that the northern tribes always talk about. Too bad I couldn't get any information more than that. <laughs> I just thought that was a, a neat thing to throw in there uh, for those who, anyone who's indigenous, anyone who's native that listens to this and knows anything about Ashwakanta, um, contact me because I have been searching for almost two years now. Uh, but what I figured out with mind forests is that I can build things inside of them. Uh, I've done it with Megan multiple times already evolving her subconscious part of her mind, building things. But what I built uh, as of recently, let's say the last couple of months, is a prison, or not to say a prison, a, a cell, a holding cell for these entities that she body bags, where she calls it, when she takes an entity from one place and brings it to where I am, these dark entities. And we created this hold. I built like this giant silver, metal, steel, like it looks like it weighs like 800 tons holding cell. It doesn't have a door because the only way the door opens like a safe, like a safe door is with my tendrils. They activate like keys spinning the door open and, the, and finally the safe door opens. And I can grab the entity inside. But yeah, I, I built that in her mind for her so she can throw these things in there um, when she brings them back. So they're not all like willy-nilly inside of her mind forest, you know, causing havoc. This way they're contained in one location where I can just go in there and grab them. So, but that led me to understand that if I, if I can build things and I can leave things behind, hence why, you know, when we talked about a Dow's son 
and uh, his mind force, how I burned a ruin of protection in his mind force. Yeah, but what I come to find out is that some people uh, that I've encountered their mind force have symbols already made of stone, mind you, engraved into the floor of their mind forest. Uh, a few people so far I have met like that. And it's, and it's strange. Like, I've seen a Celtic cross, um, a weird symbol in a language from uh, India. I guess it's a Hindi language. A pentagram. Uh, it's just like different symbols. Made. It looks like it's made of stone in the ground of the mind forest. I know this is already a, a protection symbol already placed who knows how long ago. But when I, when I, I was encountering those, and some people's not everyone, before you get all like, oh, what about me? I, I don't know. Not everyone has that, but uh, some, some certain people I've met have it. I have been asked to come back to some people's mind forest because they are having problems or they, they're feeling icky or whatever like that. And what I come to find out is some of these people who have warriors for spirit guides. When you have a, a, wo- a warrior or a soldier or some kind of fighter for a spirit guide, for those who I have done it for in, in the future, for those who I might do it in the future for, um, that only way I the only thing I figured out with that is that you are going to be met with conflict for the rest of your life. You're a person who is being made to deal with conflict. Uh, a majority of the people's mind force that I've cleared who have soldiers or fighters or warriors are all paranormal investigators. So obviously conflict with dealing with possible dark entities or locations and stuff like that. But I come to find out that I can grab with my tendrils, the weapons of said fighters and warriors and power them up and basically give them a more fighting chance against anything that might enter that subconscious part of the mind, like junk that might pick up at a location, an attachment that might pick up at a location while investigating, just an extra layer of protection. Uh, I've done it for a few people and the effects seem to be working. So, and I've done it with my own, my own spirit guides, power their weapons up and stuff like that. So, that's um, one cool thing I've been doing. I know this episode's not going to be super long. I kind of I thought, like, is there any extra thing extra? Not necessarily. Uh, there are a few things I've learned more about my ability and where it comes from, possibly. But the main part of it, the main, I guess, the secret, still lies with the Cheyenne tribe. Uh, I've asked natives around here where I live, I've asked Apache, I've asked Navajo, I've asked Croatoan natives, um, indigenous people who have indigenous lineage and stuff like that. I don't know. I would know some of the tribes I can't remember at the moment. Um, more the, I guess, like not so well-known tribes. And they have no idea what Ashwalakanta is. But I know it's Cheyenne, so I know that for sure. So that makes me think that the Cheyenne tribe has kept it very close to the chest, or maybe not so much. Maybe the Cheyenne tribe are the only ones who remember or left to remember. I say that because what I just talked about before, that if an indigenous spirit guide from South America talked about the tribes of the North, was she talking about Mexico or was she talking about North America? I don't know. But if she's heard of it whenever she was alive, then obviously the legend, the knowledge of Ashwakanta was spread throughout the native tribes. And I say that because an interesting thing, um, Mike from Unknown Paranormal, when he was investigating uh, in his neck of the woods in Canada, uh, 
one of the places he investigated had uh, indigenous and native people's uh, spirits there. And on my behalf, he asked them, do they know of Ashwakanta? Right? He asked it through the spirit box. And the response was, yes, he is king. Which I was like, uh, what? I was like, what? Yeah, what? We didn't, well, I guess, uh, I don't know. Um, but besides the whole he is king thing, the fact that, that the native tribes in Canada have heard of Ashwakanta tells me that there was some legend of Ashwakanta that was told that spread amongst native tribes, but all forgot or at least died out through, you know, Native Americans being killed, a lot of histories being lost, and the only people who even remember anything in detail about it are the Cheyenne tribe. So, they probably have the most significant clue on the full extents of my ability. Uh, and believe me, I've tried finding others like myself. And granted, there's a lot of psychics out there with EMA abilities, but exactly what I can do? No. Uh, and I'm only getting stronger. What I talked about in this episode happened in a three-month period of time. The sorry, the wind ability and the, and the fire sun ability, that was in a week of time, a week of each other. I gained those. <laughs> uh, the folding space thing, that was about three months ago, three or four months ago. No, the summer, uh, July. That's just pretty, and also the fact that this is episodes in October, and the last episode was in, in April, Shadow Walker Part 5. So in that short period of time, my ability has doubled, and not just that. If you listen to Thursday's episode on uh, Light Anomalies, you remember in the episode we talked about the Haunted Update. And I'll give a little recap on it, just for those who might have not listened to it and don't listen to Shadow Walker series. I figured out how to plant energy like a antenna or spear in the ground, points of it, points of energy that I speared into the ground to hold that energy to act like, like I said, points of energy to connect connectors. Uh, the thought came to me through like how electricity travels from one point to the other by connecting it. I forgot the actual scientific term for it. It'll come to me later, or I'll think of it when this whole thing's over. But the whole idea of connecting electricity from one point to the other and having it work in a, uh, what's the word? Not a, a circular motion, how the energy's moving in a circular motion. And I thought if I can do that at a location, I can create a wider field of pulling or a vortex, essentially pulling everything into it at once. So I did that. Three points of energy, like a triangle, focused them all together, and using both hands, connecting both sides, pulled or focused in enough energy into the center of it. And doing so, made the wind kick up in that location, that area of space, like hurricane-level winds, like loud hurricane-level winds. And it felt like the wind was blowing underneath and through my arms. I never felt anything like that before. And then we caught it on camera. Which Megan still yet to post that footage. I'll get her to post it if she hasn't already. But what was interesting is that I didn't know this until we watched the footage back. When I pulled and I thought I had all the dark energy in one location, I reached in with the right and grabbed what was collected 
And when I grabbed what was collected, the wind stopped on a dime. So, ah, hurricane winds. And then what I grabbed with my right hand and pulled the small remnants of dark energy that was left in the area. So, now we find out if I can replicate that. If every location I do that at, it's the same result. Was it just windy that day and the wind kicked up right at the right moment to do that? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, we'll find out when next time I do that. That, okay, it's not just the wind. It's not just coincidence. I'm actually doing this every time. We'll find out. But, no, I, I was saying this is a, a shorter episode and since like that because... Like I said, between five and six, episode five and six, it's like less than less than half a year. Less than six months, almost. Less than six months that I've gone from what you heard in Shadow Walker Part 5 to what you hear now in Shadow Walker Part 6. To me, it feels like years, but no. It's only been months. And my tendrils now can spin, electrify, speeds elect- or move super fast. And ignite on fire and creates wind of, of a vortex that can pull multiple objects at once, multiple entities at once. Clearing out someone's mind force in one pull instead of each individual entity or pulling an entire wall of haunted objects, which I've done before. Uh, but yeah, it's this journey of figuring out Ashwakanta, the Shadow Walker, Order Keeper, all my names. What exactly who I was before in past lives or what I'm capable of in the future. Um, this is what a Shadow Walker series is all about. I give updates on my ability because I know some people are interested in it. Uh, but I guarantee I'm going to have a Shadow Walker Part 7 and who knows how many more I go to. <laughs> uh, it just, it just, this is, I never thought my life would be like this essentially, but. I've been given an ability that can, you know, turn the tables in this war against evil entities and stuff like that. And I'm not going to sit on the sideline and do nothing. I'm going to be the conqueror of dark energy in the world if I have to be, which most likely is going to be anyway. But uh, look forward to Shadow Walker Part 7 uh, whenever that comes out. Hopefully by next year. <laughs> if I don't have a major upgrades of abilities in the next couple of months before the year is over. Uh, I think that covers it for today. Look forward to our uh, Bigfoot episode coming out next week. I don't know when. I think hopefully m- uh, middle of next week. Yes. And then our big uh, Halloween special uh, next Saturday. Uh, where we hit three locations in one night. So, And I will be doing that... Uh, Three-point energy triangle major pull. See if I can affect the wind again. Who knows? Because that will be live when people see that. So uh, hopefully we have the ring light by then so you can actually see us in that. It's not just dark the entire time. But yeah, we're going to do that uh, next Saturday. And then um, next Thursday is our Halloween party where we'll be doing giveaways and... uh, answering questions, doing trivia and stuff like that. So look forward to that, guys, next Thursday. Or this Thursday coming up, October 26th. Um, still yet to uh, figure out the time. Uh, we're still figuring out with uh, Mike and Christy from the Alone Paranormal, who's going to be on that live. Uh, 
still figuring out the time because they're three hours behind us. So we got to got to got to work with their time. But uh, look forward to those events coming up, and we'll probably have more announcements and stuff like that on uh, our Instagram. As speaking of which, as always, guys, you can catch our social medias at Hidden the Shadows Podcast on Instagram, Hidden in the Hidden the Shah Six on Twitter or X, Hidden in the Shadows Podcast Two on TikTok. Or links to all our social media, and always you can listen to us at HiddenInTheShadowsPodcast.com. Also, our paranormal team, uh, Hidden in Shadows Paranormal. You can reach us there as well. Uh, if you guys are dealing with any oppression cases, attachments, dark things, haunted objects you need cleared out, get rid of, feel free to contact us. We do everything for free. Uh, we never charge anyone any for anything. If you want me to go on an vac- in- investigation with you uh, at a location that you need cleared out, uh, FaceTime video call with me. I can take care of for you at the, in real time. Something I never thought about mentioning before, but I guess I should now. <laughs> yeah, if you uh, have an investigation, you want me to go on to uh, make sure nothing bad happens. Just bring me in. No big part. No big deal. Or uh, if you guys need mind clearings or whatever, you uh, clear out your mind for us. Just give us a call. Con- okay, give us a call. Contact us uh, on Instagram. Messages. The best way to get hold of us anyway. Or email us to the website. Uh, either way. And nothing's too small and nothing's too big for us to deal with. So don't feel like, oh, my little problems aren't worth it. No, any, it's like, it doesn't matter. I We enjoy helping people and taking these things uh, off the playing board. So don't feel bad about that. But as always, guys, we'll catch your widows in the next one.